yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 103 of the Dunbar's Podcast. It's your favorite Saturday brunch bunch. Back at it again after taking a week off. So um, we're back. You know, open, open book, a little, little State of the Union apology here. We we apologize as a show. We got to do better. Um, you know, we, we had some uh, scheduling conflicts last week. Everybody had shit to do, and we didn't pod, obviously, but... Because we're dumb marks, we didn't, you know, send out a message. Hey, no show this week. Uh, tune in next week. So we apologize for you guys that we're looking for the show. We appreciate the love. At least we know some people are listening. Um, so shout out to audience that reached out and asked where what was going on. Um, you know, hey, sometimes life gets in the way. People got other shit to do. And unfortunately, it all just fell on a Saturday for each and every single one of us. So um, but we're back at it again. Um uh, Hell of a week some of us got suspended, so (laughs) (laughs) it was uh it was a hell of a week week. to miss. Yeah, it was a hell of a week to miss, but um you know, I felt like everybody was gonna be talking about the same old thing. So yeah, from that aspect, I guess it's good that we missed it because we would have just been another another voice of the voiceless talking about the same shit. So um Try to be unique and different here. Um, so yeah, but how we feeling? We good? We refreshed? Everybody had a had a good good week away. Came back ready to pod. Mm-hmm. Haven't had yeah. a beer in two weeks. Feels good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't say the same. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all drank all the beer last week. Apparently, I, I, I can't say the same. <laughs> yeah, he's he still ain't changed his clothes from last week. He still got on the same bullshit color orange. Um, so I yeah, to, I had to hit up my girls on pen pal today. I see that you got your got your blue shirt. <laughs> Put the, the week, the week, starting off early. Um, yeah, well, you know. Did you send the PO box address or your real address? Because you, oh, you may not want to turn it into the real address. It's, it's the PO Don't box. Your doorstep when you get out, like I'm here. Yeah. I was gonna say, why don't you get out? <laughs> what's going on nate we'll get into that later yeah Yeah, that's coming believe me that's coming in bell to bell for sure um so yeah uh but yeah no apologies again appreciate you guys for checking in on us we're all good we're back at it ready to go um got a lot of shit to cover this week and get into um May not hit everything, but I think we got we got a good list of deep dive. I think we, you know, pre-production wise, we, we sent some stuff over, got some good talking points, and we'll see where the road takes us for this week's episode. So um yeah, we're all we're all good there. Uh Chris and I have our we're good man. Oh yeah, no doubt. We're all good. Uh Chris and I have our 20-year high school reunion tonight. Um, so we yes, are sir. We should have took another week off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, it's going one of two ways. It's either going to be lit and really fun, and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of myself, or I'm going to question why I donated $35 to show up to this function. Um, it's one I of like two ways. That. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean. We might have some stories next week. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> some of them may end up with me on a golf course somewhere, depending on how the night goes. But, um Oh, we got another one that's going to be there tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It will be interesting for sure, to say the least. Um, so, yeah. But uh, what do you guys want to get into? Chop it up first. Where are we at? Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. No spoilers. Story time, too, right? No yeah, I got story time, too. We'll do it later. 
Um, no spoilers. You finish, right? But everybody's done. Everybody right? yeah. Everybody's caught up. Everybody's good. Man, what a show! What a show! Like, I enjoyed unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Chris, you're making that face. You don't seem that impressed. Oh, I wasn't impressed. That's for sure with this season. What? I, I I wasn't impressed either. What? I mean, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I I still enjoyed the season. But <laughs> it was a good like, watch. There were things I didn't like last season, and this season there was things I didn't like. I think uh, I think Kenny's the one that said it. It's all got to all be about Sam, you know. It's like speaking of Kenny, I don't know if he's going to join on later or not, but we got to reach out to him and do a Cobra Kai deep dive because we're all caught up. Um, you know, we went on his show earlier in the year to to talk about season f- season four. Um, so I'd like to revisit that and cover mm-hmm. cover this more in depth because I, I, by the way, Yins are talking. It's going to be a heated discussion. Um, so. Yeah, but uh, caught up on that, caught up on She-Hulk, starting Same to here. lose a little interest in She-Hulk. Same here. Um, I, I don't know. They they have, what, three episodes left, so we got to pick it up. Um, And then Daredevil starts next week. They're going to cross over at the same time. That's unusual. Well, you got the teaser, little teaser on She-Hulk. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, Daredevil, it is – going to be season one it's not a continuation of the previous daredevil so it's not season four brand new season one new show and we're going to be off and running so So what day does it drop sounds like uh donald over there what'd you say jay what day does it drop i want to say thursday next week oh so he he, so he's showing up next week and then it'll play right into his right into his stuff okay yeah and I could be wrong, and I may have my dates off by one week, but I could have sworn it's next week that it that okay. it starts. So, um, but yeah, so I, I we, even, I'm so behind on Marvel stuff. I got to catch up on that. Same here. I never watched any of that Netflix stuff when they came on. The Netflix, so, the Daredevil Netflix is really good. Yeah, like, so I, yeah. I watched the first season of that. Really I never finished anything else. I never watched that. Any, any of that. So. That, that and punish that Daredevil and Punisher are my my one A one B, and I can flip flop and tell you which one I like more depending on the day of the week. So um, those, those two were top notch programs for me on Netflix. Um, so, but yeah, we'll see what we get out of it. I'm excited for it. I'm hearing a plane over my house. I wonder if that's Shelby flying in. It may be. I, did you see what I, I had on my house? <laughs> I up on Facebook. I said, "You land that plane on the ninth hole. That's going to be the greatest reunion ever." So, and I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if she does land it on the ninth hole and comes out with a fur mink coat on because that's just her. So, we'll see. Do the, but, uh, um, do the uh, Romeo and Michelle. <laughs> right, right, right. Donald, what do you got? Story time for us. So uh, last Saturday, I went down to the Tennessee Pit game last week because Tennessee's my favorite college team and first time they was in Pittsburgh. So, Hey, got a chance to go see them. So, um, went to the parking lot parked after taking many pictures and all that stuff, seeing the Tennessee tailgate was happening across the lot. So, you know, I walked over, said hi, what's going on and everything. And then, uh, they bought me in. They said, Oh, how did you become a fan and all that stuff? So, I mean, I gave them the story and everything, told them to like, gather around the campfire and let me tell you how a Northerner like me, Became a team of the a team of the South, so they was like, "Oh yeah, you're a VF uh, a VFL." For people who don't know what VFL is, that's a ball for life. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> so I'm a ball for life, and then um, uh, then I, sweet, yeah. I got 
a guy <laughs> named Kevin Dare, a guy named Matt, and a guy named June May. And then uh, June May offered me some uh, homegrown um, moonshine. Man, I smelled that stuff. Man, that stuff smelled like rocket fuel. I don't think they grow that. Pure. <laughs> rocket definitely fuel. not grow. <laughs> yeah, pure rocket fuel. I, I mean, I told him, nah, I, I can't do that because I need to be like alive to watch this game. You know, I need my sight to see this game. So, yeah. So the game was fun. Was totally hammered down there. Um, and brother-in-law, sister just kept buying me beers after beers after beers. So you I was uh, for the homies, man, huh? You couldn't bring the for the homies to drink it a week. No, <laughs> no, you don't want that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was a, so I was a ravenous fan down there. Man, the first half I was so mad. Then the second half came on, and cool, it was a well, fun time. I mean, let's be real. If Slovis doesn't get hurt, you guys don't win that game. First of all, okay. <laughs> Second of all, how long? How many days did the recovery take for you to feel normal again after oh, the over? About two days. Yeah. Now, did you go like Gatorade, Pedialyte recovery, or water? With, with, I, I just did straight water. I just did straight water. So the next, so the next morning was the Steeler game. And I lost my voice for screaming at the game the whole day. So I could not scream at the Steeler game at all, whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> were you, were you hung over the next day, or was it like one of those? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say, Chris? Were you hung over the next day, or was it one of those like you were cool the next day, but then the next day after that, it was just complete? Oh, oh, oh no, when I woke up, I was done. It was a hangover. <laughs> yeah. When I got home, the room was spinning out like this ain't going to be a good night. <laughs> he laid down in bed, thought he was on the rotor. <laughs> 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 wasn't a good night wasn't a good day the next day <laughs> yeah so water and tea were my friends <laughs> water and tea did you add a little honey to the green tea yes always have to soothes the throat uh, who has honey well, I got honey, honey in the crib all day honey. long bro. always huh? mm -hmm. absolutely yeah, but uh, fun time. Very fun time. Adults, man. Adults. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. It didn't help me uh, when uh, when we were leaving the stadium, get, getting caught in traffic, and I'm halfway out the window screaming at the Tennessee fans, let's go balls and all that stuff. And everybody honking their horns and everything on the parkway. So. <laughs> like he ain't going to jump down there. He keeps <laughs> on the parkway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, gaming news. Gaming news this week. A uh, couple big announcements, right? Uh, some some big stuff I put out there in, in the in the gaming universe. Uh, what 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 caught your eye the most? Uh, Nintendo Direct had their presentation on Tuesday. Uh, the biggest things coming out of there. They announced the sequel to Breath of the Wild: Legends of Zelda. It's called The Tears of the Kingdom, and that's coming out May twelfth. So. Another one, their first party, big time hitters that everybody's been waiting for years in the making. And also they announced James Bond, GoldenEye, online. And so did Microsoft. It, yeah, and they said it's coming soon. And Microsoft did it on a sneak too, saying, yeah, we got a better uh, repackaged, uh, like remake remastered, version. Yeah, remastered, remastered version, version coming out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> undercut. Undercut <laughs> yeah, so him. And then... Um, Couple hours later, Sony had their PlayStation State of Play, 
And the biggest thing out of that was the the last trailer for God of War Ragnarok, which looks amazing. What they put it as looks really good. And this time people didn't complain about it. I was shocked because there wasn't because there was half CGI, half gameplay. Normally everybody wants more gameplay, but it was half and half. So they announced that uh, Tekken 8 is coming out. This time they're using Unreal Engine 5. So that's the next gen engine that everybody's been waiting for to use. So it looks like they're going to be the first ones to use it. And that looks unreal too. So there's no what? Is there a new Street Fighter? No new Street, Fighter? Street Fighter 6. It's just okay. that same one. Yeah, the same one they announced last year. Okay. Then mm-hmm. on Microsoft side, not a good, uh, not good news, but uh, the president of uh, 343 uh, Industries, Bonnie, uh, Bonnie Ross, she has left the company. So 343 Industries are the creators of Halo. And she left the company citing differences with Microsoft. Speaking of Halo, they uh season two's getting ready to start filming for Paramount. Um I don't know if you guys tuned in and watched that no. on Paramount Plus. Um I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, you know, I thought it was you know, they had a tough task. People were you know, expecting it to be based along the the gaming storylines and whatnot, but they, you know, took some stuff from the game and made it what it was as far as the TV presentation goes. So I'll probably tune in for season two just to to stick with it, depending on when it drops, because if it's a certain time of year, I would say more than likely no. So you got to be strategic on when they put it out there for me to tune in, I guess. Um so yeah, but yeah, Goldeneye, man. I, you know, I'll be all on that on Microsoft with the remaster. Um, I'll be on that on on Switch too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what that. that. No doubt. That was uh, Friday nights back in the day. <laughs> all night yeah. long. Goldeneye. The four player. Four player. The split screen. <laughs> like us right now. Uh, Switch, they've been adding a lot of good 64 stuff. They added uh, Wave Race a few weeks ago. I uh, was pretty excited about that. That was one of my favorite games playing whenever I was growing up. Uh, they just added that, what is it, the 1080 snowboarding game. Really? Um, they just mm-hmm. If they didn't add it, it's coming soon. I know I saw them uh, add that to the list. And then um, there was, what, a biking game, 360 biking or something like that. So there's like a few there of the 64 classics that are have been coming out. So... And Goldeneye to that. I'm really excited to, to play the Nintendo online. Yeah, 1080 was um, uh, SSX before SSX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't get the credit for it being SSX before SSX. SSX. Yeah. 1080 was good. All right. Anything else intro-wise you guys want to get into and cover that you may have seen come across? I got some snacks. All right, let's let's sit up, uh, smash your trash. All right, let's. We're gonna start off with some chips. Uh, Fritos is coming out with flavor twist queso. Smash, smash. Uh, Frito is bringing back their barbecue corn chips. Smash, smash, smash. And we all, one of my favorite snacks growing up was bugles. They are coming out with new Hidden Valley Ranch Bugles. Who says that? Nobody. Yeah, like, I, gotta, you know, 
I'm definitely reevaluating our friendship after you saying Bugles was your friend's was awesome. Mac. The only good thing was you could put them on your fingertips. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah. And I also smashed my dick. Were they good? No. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason, you posted this one. We got Reese Big Cup with Reese Puffs inside of them. Trash. Smash. Trash. It's too like no. uh, too much. I don't like the big coverage too much, but I'm a smash. And also, Reese's is coming out with dipped animal crackers. Double smash, smash. Yeah. I lick my fingers on those. Just mm. <laughs> and I don't even lick my fingers. I don't even lick my fingers. Pause. Pause. <laughs> uh, there's Pillberry, the sugar cookie dough that like that you cut and has the faces in them. Uh, they're coming out with uh, monsters with Count Chocolate, Ch- Count Chocula flavored and Frankenberry flavored. Smash, smash. So those are out for Halloween. Um, this isn't really technically a snack, but for us growing up, this was a big deal. And McDonald's is bringing back the Halloween uh, plastic uh, trick or treating pale Happy Meals in October. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that, and I wondered if you definitely. had it on the list. So, yeah. absolutely. Yes, no. definitely. Gonna I'm going to get one now. <laughs> I'm going to get one. be in line waiting for one. <laughs> yep. yep. We get beat up for one. <laughs> all right, we're going to get into some other fast food stuff. Uh, these are all, like, dessert treats. Uh, this week, Chick-fil-A released an autumn spice milkshake. It's basically a cinnamon milkshake with um brown sugar cookie bits inside smash trash i'm definitely gonna try all right wendy's they got a lot of shit here and this is a lot of this is international um well why are we covering if it's international (laughs) it has no chance to even come here Hey, a petition. They released that, that strawberry one. <laughs> strawberry one again. Strawberry ended up coming yeah. here. So yeah, and it's only in Florida. What the fuck? I got a job fourteen hours. It's here. It's here. You can get it anywhere. Uh, this is just a lot of stuff that they got. They have a caramel apple frosty, a Kit Kat frosty, trash, a churro fries and frosty, trash, a pina colada frosty, trash, trash. and an Oreo frosty, trash, trash. So those are all the different frosties coming out. Like some of them have the tops in there, and they also have a Nutella frosty coming out in the Trash. Dominican Republic. Trash. And then in El Salvador, they have three frosty shakes. They have a caramel cookie, a wild berry, and a Nutella. Why are we even talking about what's in there, El Salvador? I want that wild berry. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's gonna come around. Watching the Nutella one come. <laughs> That's why he's still single. Because he likes fucking bugles. I knew there hadn't been an explanation for something. <laughs> Ain't no woman locking up a man whose favorite snack is bugles. He's been on the market for a while. <laughs> Need to revise the profile because that is that snack is not getting you through the door. That is not on my profile. (laughs) (laughs) 
lot. This isn't anything to really uh, smash or pass, but I saw this yesterday and I just figured it fits in here. People are already stocking eggnog on the shelves in grocery stores. No. There's Christmas decorations already out. <laughs> like, yeah, there's Christmas who's drinking out? eggnog in September? <laughs> who's drinking eggnog, period? <laughs> Well, I, I do I do enjoy a glass of eggnog. I gotta have one every year. Like, a glass. That's not worth the bottle. No, <laughs> you can find you a pint. Or something. Yeah, I get the little I get the little the little pint, little, little Turner's pint, little eggnog. I add some Captain Morgan in there, and I'm good to go. Go down to Maggie's Farm down in the Strip District, buy the alcoholic that's already pre-made. You're good to go for the holidays. Can we go a show without mentioning Turner's? <laughs> They're a sponsor, man. <laughs> All right, so real real quick before before we jump into Bell to Bell, real quick, um, do we, we want to? I know we we tend to stay away from stuff like this on this show because we like to keep things light and everything else. But like the Little Mermaid debacle, and Jay, you're rocking the shirt. Um, you know, my like, favorite Disney princess. I I don't I I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. But I mean. You know, people are gonna be outraged over anything. I guess these days. Are um, you new on the internet? <laughs> no, but it's just like you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a mythical creature that's not even real. That if it was real, it's not gonna look white or black. So what are people mm-hmm. getting up in arms about? Like it's unbelievable. It's just the 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 fact that people are attacking the young actress. <laughs> like, what I miss? I miss something. You what did I miss something. Oh, uh, that's a comment. I don't got the comments up. Was it tap one? Yeah. We started for Olympic swimmer here. That's the comment. Like you got put put that up. You have to put that up. That may be his best one yet. Yeah, but the, can we stop with the with the outrage on who can play what what role? Like, I mean, realistically, let's let's you know, let's be real about this. And the fact that you that you guys are actually attacking this young girl or young actress—I don't know how old she is—but um, like, it's it's ridiculous that it that it's getting to this point. Um, so, I, yeah, just enjoy the movie, man. Like. It, it, I don't know what else to say because shit like this boil it gets under my skin and it it makes me boil. Um, you know, especially having having interracial children myself, like it just yeah, I just so. But yeah. I'm gonna watch it. I'm absolutely yeah. gonna watch it. I hope it's on Disney Plus. So I can just keep it on play. <laughs> like <laughs> streams up. They're gonna make a sequel just because Jason played it twenty four seven. And the thing that I noticed is that like little girls, it didn't matter. I saw a bunch of videos of girls' reactions to it mm-hmm. this week, and it didn't matter if they were black, white, whatever. Like they were just excited. Yeah, to excited see to see the Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. it's what it, it it's who it's for. Like what, yeah. like, what are we doing? It's not for you, thirty-five-year-old Karen that sits in in the you know northern suburbs of East Los Angeles. Like it's not for you, Karen. Like when I see little white kids with Bianca Bel- Belair ponytails, I don't care about adults' opinions. 
they like what they like. They're gonna enjoy it. They don't care about color. <laughs> Talk on with another one. This man's on fire. We yeah. gotta move on because he's over here. Saying, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's jump into Bell to Bell. All right, big week in pro wrestling uh, coming off the heels of probably the most controversial behind-the-scenes week in pro wrestling um, that we've seen, I don't want to say ever, but, I mean, at least in no. our lifetime, right? Like, I don't... Screw job. <laughs> yeah, but even then, the screw job was, like, that was still, K- like... Kayfabe, you didn't really know a lot about that until years later when yeah. stuff started coming out. You know what I mean? Like this played out real time as it happened because of all the access and everything else to everything that's going on. So we're not going to go into the details and, and talk about everything and, and all that unless you guys want to touch on certain parts of it. Um, it's old news. It's old, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to focus more on we'll, – we'll start with AEW this week. I want to focus more on the – more on the fallout and the booking afterwards based on it, right? So we've had this this tournament, which we'll, we'll crown the AEW champion next week at Grand Slam. Um, we saw the semifinal matches this week. Uh, Moxley versus Sammy Guevara. You had Jericho versus Danielson in the main event. And we got Mox versus Danielson for the finals set next week in Grand Slam. Tournament alone, did they book it correctly? Are you happy with who's, are you happy with who's in the final? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Half. Half, yeah. I'm okay with what that. half? Brian. Brian. So I was thinking about this, right? And I saw a lot of people. I saw a lot of people during the week talking about stuff and like AEW is resetting to to focus more on homegrown and four pillars and all this yada yada yeah. yada. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, you laugh. You laugh and say, "Ha ha!" Yeah, because if you, look at the finals of this, if you look at the finals of this tournament. It's not any of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I get, I get Moxley being there. And even though we talk about the Hogan syndrome and everything else on the show with him, um, to me, he is the the locker room leader of AEW, whether we like it or not. Um, they entrusted him to go out there and, and talk. And I thought the promo he cut was a very good, impassioned promo. Um, rally the troops. Funny. Well, you don't like Mox, so nothing's no. going to do it for you. No. Like, the word I want him to see, but yeah, he does nothing for me at all. I hate him, and I I, I felt it was good. Like I would have, I would have threw a curveball in this tournament mm-hmm. just to to garner more interest, to to reset, to get away from everybody that's in the main event picture. I would have threw the curveball. Yes. And I I would have went with Sammy versus Darby. Perfect time to reset. And I know it may not garner the most ratings. Um, 
but you have a you have a history between those two. You have a story between those two that you can call back to whenever they had the, the TNT title feud. Um, they're both young, um, you know, and you do a complete overhaul and reset of your division and go from there. Now you put it on Mox, and it's like, okay, we're right back where we started before All Out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't good. So I, to me, they they missed the ball with resetting everything. Just re- clean slate. Let's start fresh. Reset. And I have a feeling they're going to put it on him because <laughs> because MJF's all of his promos are geared towards Mox. I didn't hey, hear Kai, one thing. We've got a couple guys here that might have some problems with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see they're all wearing hats. <laughs> um. But yeah, I would have, I would have, re- I would have reset everything and and started fresh, like even Does, if it's for a short period of time. But I'd like to know if the whole situation didn't happen after All Out, were we gonna get MJF and Punk next week at Grand Slam, or were they gonna hold off on that? That's what that's one of those things that I'd like to know where what their plan was going forward. I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done it. I would have at least waited till full gear. If you're gonna do it, then. Um, just, in the meantime, we're now getting another number one contendership match, and the tournament's not even over with yet. Well, let's let's t- because that was the other big thing that I, <laughs> from a booking standpoint, that I don't understand. You you just had a casino ladder match to crown somebody to get a title shot whenever they want. Now you're doing a golden ticket ladder match <laughs> to crown the number one contender for the title shot. So you're doing the same thing over and over again. If this was WWE, people would be killing it. No. But because it's AEW, it's like, okay, yeah, cool. No, they don't, man. They don't. So is this going to be a filler in between uh, MJF's cash-in? Oh, yeah, I've, I've, and it's no, not even a sure. cash-in. He just gets his title mm. shot. But yeah, it, they'll 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 win it, and then they'll, you know, it'll be something like uh, Brody King against yeah. Moxley, something like that. And I'm okay with them holding off on MJF or whatever because you know they they usually hot shot these Casino Battle Royal winners and stuff like that. You know, so it's usually like within the first couple of weeks they they do the match and it's done. So it's nice if they're going to hold off on it, but why do another one whenever it ha- they haven't even cashed in yet? Like you don't need it, and the tournament's not even done. Like whoever loses, technically the tournament should be the number one contender for a rematch. Well, that that's where I'm going with the booking right now. Is all rinse repeat? We've had a summer of tournaments. That's it. Literally, we've had June, July, August tournaments. Before Forbidden Door tournament, after Forbidden Door tournament for the for the trio titles. Now we're doing a, a champions tournament to crown the new AEW heavyweight champion. So you're building like, stars for tournaments. And not, not even building stars. stars. You're not even building stars. You're just throwing people out there. So you have three tour- you have three separate tournaments and two ladder matches, and that's how you're crowning your champions and your number one contenders. Does anybody else have a problem with this booking? Yes. Very much. I had a problem when WWE did it. Whenever they would just throw a battle royale on SmackDown for no reason, you know. So, 
It's it's lazy booking. And Triple H isn't above this because he ran the same fatal four-way tag team yeah. title match again last night on yep. SmackDown that the one Strowman ruined two weeks ago in his return talk about that. to crown the, the next <laughs> number one contenders. It's just everything AEW-wise is just terrible. I can't even watch it. It lives on fast forward for me. That's how I get my information. I just don't I don't understand how and again I, I hate to go back to this and not saying that it was great before he left, but since Cody left, man, the direction of that show has completely gone down and question marks across the board on booking decisions <laughs> and title runs and everything else. I mean hell. You built half the you built six months to build Wardlow up and make him the hottest thing in the company and arguably one of the hottest things in pro wrestling. He wins the belt and now there's nothing. And how many times does that happen in AEW? A lot. Yeah. It's not like he's the first one to get this treatment, but he's the current one that's getting it. I I am very tired of the fantasy wrestler format of the show that they put on fantasy wrestling just like fantasy football uh, yeah, goes goes to DraftKings every week and puts in a lineup he has you know a hundred thousand dollars to build his team he sets his matches <laughs> and that's what we get like, that's what i saw last last night i saw this i think rampage next week is going to be phoenix versus jungle boy i was just like well if that isn't just a fantasy book match there that was like the tag match swerving our glory versus lucha bros yeah it was for the title, but I, I swear I've seen this match before. The same type of match with no story, no anything. We won three straight title matches? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what was the titles on the line for anyway with them? When they're defending them against the Acclaim this coming Next week, Monday. yeah. Do you think the Acclaim's going to get it in New York? They should. Yes, I, I, I want I, them to. Yes, I think see, that's and, see, and that and that 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 decision right there is based on booking to your your like being a mark and booking strictly to your fans because peop, the reaction the acclaim yeah, got at all they were so over that it's like oh well we just put the belts on these guys because they're so over it all out it's like what does that what does that do like look at it. Six, eight, 12 months out. What what does that do to just put the belt on them? For me, right now, they're just a they're just a slogan. And I lo- like I, yeah, I don't I've mind them a, in the ring. I've been I don't mind them in the ring, but they're you gonna give them that big old Rusev? Hey, what, 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 what were the New Age Outlaws, man? You got a chant. <laughs> what were the New Age Outlaws? Same thing. Yeah. But then I, I enjoy the claim in the ring, but then I don't want them to turn your fans turn after like two weeks and just be like, eh, we're on to something new. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't see them being long term champs. No, but like this isn't going to be like we're talking at revolution or uh, double or nothing next year that they're still going to hold the titles. But you know, you know, maybe full gear max. I, I just feel like the last three to four months consistently each and every single week we're just booking the show to get a rating 
and we're not doing anything to <laughs> build build stability, build characters, build individuals that will add fans to your fan base while continuing to grow your product on a television basis each and every single week. They had their backstage shake up before the, the suspensions happen. And TV hasn't changed, in my opinion, like to make me think that they're doing things differently. It's all the same. It's, yeah, it still seems the same formula each week. All the same. To me, the only thing I'm interested in right now is Hater and Baker. Because they're kind of hitting towards something. Yeah. But even with that, like, how much have they actually shown and let it play out? Like, we got clips. You got so this happened backstage. This happened after the match. This happened backstage, Mm -hmm. and then it's like Jamie comes out, takes the chair off of Britt, and she uses it not against Britt. So, if (laughs) you if you don't if you if you don't watch everything, you don't pay attention to the clips. Then it's like, well. I don't, you don't know, there's a there's turmoil back there. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on or why she's acting the way she's acting. Like it's just very poorly done. Yeah. And now we're getting the Kingston Guevara match that wasn't gonna happen because of the backstage heat. So but, but it is happening now. The work turned into a shoot, and the shoot got people suspended, and now it's a work again because they were now they're buddy buddy, and that animosity is not gonna you know, pop back up in that match. If Sammy mistimes something and lands a shot on Kingston, you don't think that's going to turn into just a flat-out fight? And where does that lead back to? Jericho and Kingston. (laughs) It's going to. Yeah, we won't see one match with him and Sammy. It's... (laughs) And then last night you get Jericho calling out Claudio for the ROA. Yeah. I had a problem with Logan Paul, and then I saw that, and I was like, you know what? Before we jump into that with the Logan Paul stuff, because that's that, that's a conversation in and of itself that, yeah. that I feel can go a bunch of different directions depending on your, your outlook on it. Um, what... What in your eyes? What's the best thing for AEW to do at Grand Slam as far as your AEW champion? And what would you like to see them do moving forward to get back on track? Put the belt on Moxley and have MJF take it. As much when, as I don't want that, that's where it's leading to. That's what it should be. I want Brian to win. But it should be Moxley. It should be MJF taking the belt off Moxley, and boom, he's the guy. Do you have MJF take it off Moxley at full gear? When is full gear? November. November. Yeah, I don't need a long Moxley reign. So now he can go back on vacation. Same. Do that. Because there's no need for another special dynamite for this for a title. Just do it at full gear. You have your pay per view. It's like you have your pay per view there for a reason. Do that. But yeah, but I have MJF being Moxley for the belt because MJF is just nothing but talking nothing about Danielson at all. It's just straight Moxley. 
And if you put him on, if you put on Danielson, I don't want him to be a short term transition champ. Don't forget, you still have battle battle for the belts in October. So there's going to be that don't count. There's going to be specials, but then probably right after Full Gear will be winners coming. So <laughs> battle of belts don't count. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will never pick Moxley to win. So of course I'm going to go Daniel, but. Jason, I completely agree with your logic on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think that's definitely the way to go. If you're going to have MJF be the guy, have him beat the face. Yeah, I mean, I agree with all Ian's. Moxley's the right guy, just based off of the stability he can bring. I'm not saying he's the best guy, but where they're at right now and where they're positioned, he's the right guy to put it back on. Um. Yeah. Him and MJF can be money. Um, mm-hmm. We'll we'll see how it goes, but they got to get back to they got to get back to some consistency as far as story based wrestling because you don't know who who's feuding with who, why they're feuding mm-hmm. with each other. Like is Orange Cassidy a heel now? Because look like it to me. <laughs> and and when has that type of Superman punch ever laid anybody out? That's the same thing with the crutch that Evil Uno got hit with. That's made out of vibranium. That I said last week. Like did he connect? Did, did Orange Cassidy get the get the Winter Soldier fist that I didn't know about? Because like I like literally wipe the slate completely clean and do a hard reset. I know that's difficult with week to week television, but. Hunter's done a pretty good job of resetting everybody. Yeah, in a couple of slates clean. So, like, you can do it. You don't got to do everybody at once, but you can take your pockets and do it and actually get the train back on tracks because right now the best move that they've made recently, and I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, is taking JR off commentary. (laughs) Excalibur, Taz, and Shivani, much better listening to them for two hours on Dynamite than having JR out there. I haven't even noticed. I, I, Honestly, yeah. I haven't even noticed. So to me, that's the best move they've made recently. Have JR out there for your main events and your big-time matches, but let the let those other guys I mean, if we didn't even notice that JR hasn't been on, is that really that great of a move? Yeah, because you're not talking about you didn't notice. JR is. You didn't <laughs> notice. When JR's on, the people are talking about how bad JR is. I'm never one of those people, but. So, I can tune you out unless you say something to annoy me, which will go to SmackDown. But it's like, yeah, if you're like Jericho, it's oh, piercing. I can, I can hear you. Rampage. I can tune Taz and them out. I can tune Cole out. Pat Pat uh, Pat gets in. I can tune all the raw out. It's like once I start, or if you if you if you mess up a line, I'll catch that. So yeah. you get a lot of that with Jr. Yeah. So to me, that that that's where we're at. I like I said, I'm. I need. I need. I need something different from AEW because it's it's turned into it's morphed itself into a national 
indie promotion. A national indie show. Yeah. That's all it is. It's an indie promotion. And that was cool for a while because you're seeing matchups that you didn't see before. You never thought happened, but to do it consistently every single week, and now those matchups have kind of ran out because you, you hot-shotted all of them right off the bat, you have nothing left. So you need to go back to Wrestling 101, which has been the way it's been for 70-some years, 80-some years, and get back to telling stories, building characters, and making compelling television. But I could be completely wrong because they're still selling out and nobody seems to be complaining about it. There's, there, I mean, there's things that are good and there's things that are bad with every promotion. And But with AEW lately, it's been a lot more bad than good. And It, it just seems hey, that, that Tony Khan's on the checkers board and and Triple H is on the chessboard. And since them two have kind of been head-to-head as B&D guys, the chess moves that Hunter's made have been better than the checkers moves that Tony's made. You know, you may take three pieces off the board, but I'm I'm setting I'm setting you up for checkmate. So this week I'll disagree with that because this week up was not a good week for WWE. So then, this right, week felt a lot more. Let's just wrestle. Week, which is terrible. This week all. felt a whole lot more like normal WWE than a Triple H era, and I and honestly, the past few weeks have slowly been getting that to me. In what sense? I'll take the the raw that I went to. It's just like that was the first raw. Like I'm there, and I wasn't even into it after being excited for the past few weeks. And then it's like then watching it on TV the past couple weeks. It's like. Like this week, it's like by the time hour one, maybe halfway through the show, it's just like I, I'm ready to turn this off. So what and what what happened that, that that had you feel that way? Like what? I, I just wasn't into anything. It wasn't just one thing. It was just the whole show. Just was just it felt norm like like a Vince show to mm-hmm. me more than any. It didn't feel like a Triple H era show to me. Like there wasn't one segment. Like the only thing that the only segment that I thought was good was Kevin Owens. And pretty much by the time that was done, I was like, I could be completely done with the show and be happy. I mean, the Owens promo, that was my highlight of the week from from them. That, you know, that just proves what I what, that proves what I've known the entire time. Like the dude's a man. He's a main eventer, period. Yeah. The fact, he hasn't held a belt in over five years is disgraceful. Yeah. And, you know. I'm interested to see if he can do the babyface thing because internally he's listed as a babyface now. Um, he that was a babyface promo, but it's easy to cut that type of babyface promo against Theory. Mm-hmm. Um, the the delivery was still sounded like normal heels Owens to me. The but delivery, I but the wording with the wording yeah. was straight babyface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he. I don't think his delivery is ever going to be a babyface delivery. Mm-hmm. But, but he could be, he could be that baby face. I'm not. I'm not exactly comparing him to this, but maybe he could be like that Stone Cold, like where, you know, he can act heelish but be a baby face. Was lying. Yeah. I mean, that was his guy growing up. So, like yeah. that, you know what I mean? That's who 
he would most emulate, I would think, or try to most emulate. Um, but yeah, his his highlight. I mean, I agree with you. This week itself, WWE, there's there was more bad than good for sure. Um, and it did kind of fall back into the same old, same old with them. Um, and this is where Triple H is going to run into that situation of you have five hours a week. Every single week, what are you going to do? Because that's a lot of programming. So seven, if he's going to have his hands back in NXT. And he he said he's not. He said Sean is running that. Yeah. So, you know, he may be making the, the calls to adjust the logo and everything else and, and, you know, get rid of the 2.0 and all that. But creatively, I don't think he'll be hands-on with them he hasn't been since he's been back so and that's coming from him himself um but the good was good like owens was good everything the bloodline does is terrific Sami Zayn is the star of the show yes he is um gargano was good gargano and gable Gable was good and seth Um, seth was seth was good Seth Russell. Seth came out and cut the promo to start the show on Monday, and then it led to uh, Riddle versus Finn, which was a good match. Was a good match. I enjoyed that match too. So, like, they had good matches this week. Um, yeah, I think the the bloodline is refreshed. You can you can do a lot of things now with them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about having Roman on screen every single week. Solo, Solo is there to have your single matches now. Paul came back. Paul's Paul back. came back. And you got, you know, Drew and Karrion Cross away from them real quick mm-hmm. into their own feud. So you could always call back to that later on, but they're they're off on their separate doing their own thing right now. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with, with that. Um the Roman Logan Paul match. Did you catch the interview of Roman on Logan's podcast? No. Uh-uh. Uh, very good interview. Uh, Roman. Roman was more. Uh, Roman was very open, um, and broke down a lot of stuff. And I feel like Triple H was the same way on there. So they're they're very comfortable talking to him, and he's not the best. Logan's not the best interviewer as far as like these amazing questions that are going to get insight and everything else. It's just, he makes people comfortable and they can have a conversation and they naturally talk, which is, I feel good coming from those people in WWE because before it would just be WWE X person giving a WWE X interview. Right. Um, so you got more Joe than Roman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you saw you saw the you saw the the man behind the character and I think his outlook on the business and how things work or you know like he went into the he went into this little deep dive of talking about the what chance and how he attacks them and why you know how you can use it certain ways for or against you and you know, but it was it wasn't something that if I think Vince is still in the helm and Roman's doing that interview, you get that type of content. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, 
So they're letting them be more themselves. And it's not just like company, 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 company. Mm. You know what I mean? So I would suggest go out and watch that on YouTube. Good, good interview. Good listen. Um, the match itself. So if you if you didn't watch the interview, kind of how we got here, even though they played up on TV last night, but Roman left and then Logan started talking shit on Roman. And that kind of started into this. Um, right off the bat, are you for or against the match? For because there's nobody there and Crown Jewel is just the all-star show, all-star game to me. Now, I don't know if they've held their press conference yet, so I don't know if it's for the no. title. It's 1230 at uh, Vegas time. You, you keep the so. tabs? <laughs> they said yesterday. <laughs> Chris is acknowledged his travel chief. <laughs> would you be less would you be less okay if this match is for the belt? I wouldn't care any other way because Roman ain't losing, so yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It ain't bending my reality. <laughs> <laughs> like Jason said, it's crown jewel. It's just it's what that <laughs> event is. So if it's for the belt, does that disenfranchise part of your locker room? No more than whenever they just bring back Goldberg for a match for no reason. WWE. <laughs> but you're talking to you're talking a celebrity that's had two matches and now he's getting a title shot. To me, if I'm if I'm if I'm Finn, I'm I'm looking at that a little sideways, like. Like to me, you can you can cause more harm than good with that, potentially. Mm-hmm. What, what does it matter at this point? They're not taking the title. Like Donald said, they're not taking the title off. Roman, the, so yeah, until they actually decide to do something with these titles, or you know, it's it's all the same shit. If AEW books this match, do they get more? Flack than what WWE has gotten for it. You can ask Action Bronson next week. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be the same exact thing if um, Logan was fighting Moxley. If Moxley had the title, <laughs> he's not losing. <laughs> like Logan Paul is not winning. I don't know why people are so up and up in arms about this. But I think I think in WWE you expect the celebrities to have the match. Uh, in They're AEW, not a title match. What celebrity has come in and gotten a title match? Exactly. They're special attractions for a reason. Now, if this is going to start a run of Roman running through celebrities because he's beating all the wrestlers, (laughs) okay, line up Logan, line up Bad Bunny, line up Pete Rose, line up whoever, run through them all. And you know what that leads to? The Rock. The great one. (laughs) He's celebrity and wrestler. Roman's beating them all. Let's not make this a trend. Roman, put put up that last quote from from Taquan down there. If it was anything other than Crown Jewel, I'd definitely have a an issue with it. But yeah, like, this was the main event for Survivor Series. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't think any of us ever expect anything out of a crown jewel event. 
I've only watched one crown jewel. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Arquette can actually work, so we'll see. Like, that would actually <laughs> pique my interest more. Um, I don't know. It's just I I get Logan signed on to whatever type of deal, and it's probably similar to like what Pat McAfee has, where he'll wrestle. You know, Pat does commentary plus wrestling. Logan probably do some, you know, ambassador type stuff or, you know, get the, the company moniker out there in another way plus wrestle here and there. Like, I could see Logan showing up after Crown Jewel, like at Rumble, you know, being entering the Rumble and then doing something at Mania. But I, I just, let's pump the hype train on Logan Paul. Like, look who he's been in the ring with. I'm not hyping, but uh, there's going to be more eyes on it. it. It's just trying to get that different audience. It's, it's what it always does. It's, it's Yeah, it's what WWE does. It's that marketing. They're just trying to get the eyes on them. They're going to get the sports center moment out of it. And they like getting that shit. But again, that goes back to my the, my first question. Like, does that hurt or help your locker room? No. Or doesn't it matter with the machine? I, I feel like I feel like they know what they signed up for. If this is a long term program, then we can get into that if it helps or hurts. But I think this is just going to be a quick one off and. Mm-hmm. To me, it, again, it, it just goes back to the whole situation. No matter who you're putting in front of Roman right now, they're not taking the title off, so it doesn't really hurt anything. <clears throat> he didn't take nobody's spot because nobody was there. <laughs> so, Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, do you want to see Roman Reigns selling to Logan Paul? Like, I'm you're a wrestler. Everybody got to sell sometime. He's just gonna fucking talk anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's part of your squash. That's part of your job. Yeah, it, it, it should be a squash. But if you, but if he's selling a, that's one half of your job. Sell the shit. I mean, I don't know. I'm not one way or the other, honestly. Like, I'm I'm very indifferent on this match and this announcement. Like, I, I see it from I see it from both sides of the fence. Mm. Um, it doesn't make me want to watch the event anymore. I know, and I, I haven't watched the Crown Jewel yet, so it better not be the main event. <laughs> it's Roman. It's gonna be the main event. Roman goes on last, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> All right, can we get into him, please? <laughs> Anything else on Roman and Logan? No. Why did they shoot Dom like he was on the canvas of a J.C. Penny photo? That you're waiting to take your, your family portrait at <laughs> or, uh, the week before Christmas. Like, what? What was with the the all black with the soft fades and everything else? Like, get that dramatic video moment. He 
I want to see that up on Rhea's wall in her locker room next week. Just <laughs> you know, even even him switching over and talking like a heel is That's terrible. Nothing. That's nothing. Can he because... officially get the mask and bring back Hunico? <laughs> Or one of them codes and switch them out. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, I like like the story. I'm enjoying it. I, I like how they're presenting Rhea as the puppet master, and she's the one that's controlling the pieces for Judgment Day. I, I love that. Like, fantastic, great. Dom last week, week, whenever he didn't talk and Rhea was talking for him, was better. And I'd be okay with more of that. I just don't... He just... Like, I don't see how you can be that bad. I mean, you know, like... How? He's been bad. (laughs) (laughs) Turning heel isn't going to make him good. (laughs) No, you know, I mean, there's some, there, there are instances where you have people that are baby faces that are really bad at being a baby face. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they switch over the hill and all of a sudden they're more comfortable. It clicks, stuff starts working out. Um, You know, I mean, you could go from the, the number one example of that would be the rock, you know, and, on no. down the line, like you, we've seen it before happen with people. You're, you've seen the best of Dominic Mysterio, <laughs> and it wasn't that good. And that was an NXT. <laughs> <laughs> if you're bad at one, and you're bad at the other one, but so cool. like, and the business ain't cut out for you then, because it's he's not good. Rhea is good. Yeah, that's, and I, I, I think some people might confuse. Like they might blur that line a little bit with mm-hmm. his storyline. Like, oh, Dom's so good here. No, Rhea's good here. Yeah. But even within that storyline, as much as I'm praising it, there's still negative with it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you take Edge out again. <laughs> but, like you, you, you took him out months ago, put him on the shelf. He came back at SummerSlam, and now you take him out again and put him on the shelf. It's like. He's all about the returns. <laughs> but you can't keep having the same group take him out and come back and feud, take him out, come back and feud. It just does nothing. I'm actually surprised that he's not sticking around for Crown Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Edge will be back at, at uh, Rumble. And you know what Edge need to do. That's too many people come back at Rumble. He needs to retire. He needs to but be he, did, he did say next summer will probably be it for him. So he is limit, limited on time right now. Said next summer? He said August will probably be it. Man, I think he's a lot of 11 years too late. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, um, speaking of, of repackaging and resetting and everything else, we're, we're starting to see people slowly morphing back into themselves whether or not they're going to be actually called their name so but like pete dunn butch slinglet the way he's wrestling it's it's freaking pete dunn right i was shocked last night otis looking like the goofy otis again and i'm interested to see what's going to happen with him and gable because as a tag team, I think they've been completely underutilized. Yes. Their their shtick between the two of them works very well. Yeah. 
But if you're going to have Otis transform back into the goofy Otis, you know, he, he's growing the beard back out and everything else. Even his, even his, even the way he moved in the ring last night, interacting with Strowman, got me looking like that's old Otis. It's not mm-hmm. the the new guy. Like the people, if this, if this leads to a, a Chad Gable push, cool. I mean, to me, Otis is expendable. So, and why does Braun Strowman hate tag teams and male models? I was just watching. Uh, no, can, they, can, they, can they fire this dude again? He <laughs> comes in and he comes in and do the absolute same thing. It's terrible. If they would have brought him in to actually be the monster of monsters, cool. You know, you know, they need someone to go against Roman, and maybe he could have been the like one of the ones to give Roman an actual fight. But you have him coming in doing this shit. It's just like, what'd you bring this dude back for? for? You know what I hate? Yeah. Why is Wake Hale always booked right after him? Because they're Who? together. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't need that reminder. Every time every time Roman comes out, the next match is a Raquel match. Okay. I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's I feel like his re-debut has been completely away. He's he's the worst one of all so far. But the crowd fucking pops and eats it up. Like so I mean they're giving they're 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 giving what the crowd wants. I just as a fan, I just don't like a big monster. Somebody larger than life, destroying shit. I mean, I said for a couple weeks there, at least almost isn't on TV. You know, it's like and of course they had to fucking bring him back. But there you go. Mr. Among Men versus Omo. I'd much <laughs> rather have Strowman on my TV than him. That's WrestleMania. Yeah. You just said it. Yeah. <laughs> so Braun is greater than Hit Row when they're rapping. True. I'll take that. I'll Hit take Row doesn't, Hit Row doesn't work with Swerve not being there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take anything Strowman over Hit Row. And every time Cole last night would say top dollar, I'd just sit there and cringe every time. Uh, um, Cole, Cole last night, he the stuff that he said sent white people back seven hundred years as far as the, as far as the cool factor goes. This guy, yeah, it, it, that was my that was my issue when you started dropping. I listened to rap and uh, all that. At least, no. at least Jr. is the drunk uncle at the wedding, going, "Listen, yeah. listen." Jr. cracks me up when he least, does listen. At least get behind that a little bit. Yeah. Cool last night. So, is flavor in your ear? Some from Hit Row? No, that's just a reference from. Please don't tell me it's it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please don't tell me it's Craig Mack flavor in your ear. Oh yeah, absolutely, Craig Mack flavor in your ear. <laughs> Already, Pat's gone and he's losing his way again. So I was like, uh, "You're reminding me of uh, tomorrow." That, that'll that'll be an asterisk to keep an eye on. Is how bad does Cole get until McAfee returns? Yeah, I, I was already. I was surprised last night you got a pro wrestling gorilla mention out of Cole. Like that surprised me. Well, I mean, he said El Generico two weeks ago, so I mean, <laughs> he is El Generico. Yeah. <laughs> Without Pat, he's very El Generico. Yeah. Um, your your thoughts on uh, Max Dupree dropping the hints? 
What the LA night? The LA. <laughs> the LA. Yeah, the Again, backstage the, was like the, uh, morphing, got... the morphing back into. <laughs> it was like somewhere night turns the day, or day turns the night, and then you got the LA last week. You got the LA last night or the last, last night? night. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. We're here in Anaheim, right outside of LA. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he he was I, him as L.A. Knight. I'm I'm fine with like give me yeah. that. That that should have been the, the character that debuted on SmackDown to begin with. Yeah. Um, so the quicker you can get him away from the maximum male model stuff, I'm fine with because Maxine. Whoo! But Maxine <laughs> leading them to it fits is much better fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, see if I had anything else saved off from. Let's uh, get the debate, I think. Uh, real quick, real quick. <clears throat> anything on NXT? Didn't even watch it. Your thoughts on the change and Solo carrying the belt on SmackDown? I was okay. I'm, I was, I was happy to see him on SmackDown defend the title on SmackDown. Continuity. Yeah, I was yeah. waiting for that. That's my yeah. It it fits the bloodline carrying gold. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Now now you just need Sammy to get the twenty four seven title. <laughs> you think you can Sammy without it? And have him talk about he's the number one Oosh champ because he defends his title 24 7. That's solid gold right yeah. there. I haven't even seen that title in like yeah. two months. Is that even still a thing? I saw it on TV when they were down here in Pittsburgh on the news. <laughs> at Children's Hospital. Children. <laughs> no, they didn't give a kid a 24 7 belt. I'd be a, I'd be okay. It's out of a children's hospital. Nobody I mean. made a wish for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much time left. I want twenty four seven. They need to. Uh, if, if that would be the best way, bring it back and have him. Be the champ and not defend it. Then we just book this for uh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's they're not gonna do that. <laughs> All right, I got nothing else. Um, Impact got Victor Road coming up this Friday. Um, oh, you really want to talk about Impact? You gonna say it every week? Oh, oh talk good about it after that fucking video. <laughs> I just shut up. I didn't even text back. <laughs> that that was that was that was horrible. I, I, you can't defend that. It was terrible. Like I I can't. Right there we I go. Can't. Um, but that's what made it funny. But. <laughs> Every promotion gonna, did that at one point. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm still going to wave. I'm still going to wave the flag for them as far as putting out. Just, I mean, they've been the most consistent show. <laughs> Literally, the most consistent show has been Impact That's, Wrestling on a weekly. That basis. video was the TNA that I remember. <laughs> that was very TNA esque. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
But no, Victory Road coming up this Friday. Um, it's a solid lineup, solid card. Um, intriguing matchups, you know. We'll see where it goes. We're getting ready for Bound for Glory to come up here. Uh, Mickey James's last ride. What uh, video? Go ahead, Chris. You want to explain the video that came out? What's the dude's name? Joe Hendry. All right. So Ring of Honor star Joe Hendry is debuting in Impact. And they did the worst vignette video for a debut in the history of pro wrestling, I think. I mean, the only thing that that's worse is Shockmaster's debut. <laughs> it's definitely top. It's definitely not top five um, as far as debuts for being yeah. one of the worst. He they did this whole thing where this father is on life support in the hospital, and he can't talk, and the kids are just at his bedside going, "Say his name, say his name," and then Joe Hendry just walks in, and they start doing like this singing montage, and everybody clapping and pumped up for him. It, Watch it. It's awful. I mean, it's worth watching because it's that awful. But it's it's there used to. I don't even know if there's still the site. There used to be a site called Wrestle Crap, and that should be if that's still a thing. That should be number one on their their website this week. Yeah, I, mean, back for that. I think it's on their YouTube channel. Um, but you can find it on online somewhere, Twitter, whatever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we will be talking about this for a long time. Yeah, because every time Steve says how good Impact is, I'm going to be bringing up this video. <laughs> hey, nobody, even, nobody even ask them if I can get the rights for this video. So every time he talks about how good Impact is, I can play it on here just as a reminder. <laughs> I'm not going to let one video. I'm not going to let one video ruin ruin months of good television. So. If it becomes a weekly basis with him, and maybe that's the joke that they're going to try to pull off, I, then I'll shit all over it. But I, for just a one-off video, like okay, I'll—it's bad, it's bad, but I'm not going to let it ruin the entire product just because of that. So, all right, let's get into the debate this because. PWI top 20 for 2022. First off, I say this every year this list comes out. I hate the stupid, <laughs> the stupid month timetable that they do this bullshit yeah. list on. They run it from October to September. So when, when you're looking at this list and you start thinking about it, you got to remember that it's not from January through this year. It's from October of last year through September of this year. So, Right off the bat, well, I'll let you go. You, one of you can have the floor first. Go ahead. Good. Uh, Let's crack at this first. You could take E off. You could take. Uh, Why are you taking uh, E off? Why would you leave him on there? He's been hurt. Yeah, but when this list started, is whenever he won the title, and they took yeah, it off. He won the title. And they, took it, they won the title, and ninety days later, they took it off him. He didn't even, he didn't even, pat, he didn't even get full benefits. He got released. Yeah. In ninety days came up, and he's so, top ten. And he's in the getting his run. Just nope. Take it off. He's in the top ten. He shouldn't even be in the top ten. Oh, I so thought Cole three, was okay. Never mind. So for three months, Big E deserves to be number nine for wrestler of the year because he nine. had a ninety-day title reign. And I'd put Moxley over him. 
And I hate that I'm saying that. <laughs> My biggest thing when I saw this whole list is uh, where's Jay White at? Jay White not in the top 20 is blasphemy. <laughs> yes, it is. For all the stuff yeah. he did with the Bula Club rivalry and like Impact, all the different promotions, AEW, every AEW, promotion. Impact, New Japan, yeah. He's Jay White, not in, the, Jay White in, the, in the top not in the top five is blasphemy. <laughs> yes. That's the biggest joke right there. So that makes this whole list irrelevant to me. Like I'm cool where Lashley's at, but is top five? I mean, who the hell is seventh? Yeah, Seth doesn't need to be seventeen. Move move him up. Yeah, Seth should be moved up. Zach Ryder should not be top thirteen or top twenty. Zach Ryder, no. he's not on the list. No, Matt Cardona Zach Ryder's not on the list. Zach Ryder's not on the list. Zach Ryder's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> if Cardona, if Cardona doesn't tear, if Cardona doesn't get injured, I, I would, I would have put Cardona in the top ten. I'll flip look him. At, look at what he's done over the year. Look at what he's, look at what he's done in NWA Impact. On the independent, seven world titles at one point. I have an independent world title. <laughs> I want to get the list. Just see if I can make this list. Alexander, Alexander, not being in the top ten. Yeah, yeah another guess. And he was top ten last year, so there's no reason he's not top ten this year. Cody doesn't deserve to be in the top ten. He barely, like, he barely wrestled. That's for a moment. That's the whole reason why he's listed. <laughs> Same with Punk. Punk's, the, Punk's in the top three because of a moment. And the moment technically happened what, in the what, previous year list. What moment's that? When he returned. That was it. <laughs> that's what I said. And that's technically the previous year's list. So, <laughs> What moment? So you only have one long-term champion on this list. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. Punk's only moment is that brawl backstage. Why is Dax Harwood not on this list? Because he's a jobber to the stars. <laughs> he's lost all his solo matches. Get him out of here. Don't even don't even bring that name up. Are you crazy? I was waiting for you, was waiting for you to say did that. You not, <laughs> did you not watch the singles matches that he had this year? But he lost them. Doesn't it count. It doesn't matter if you lose them. I don't care if you put on bangers, you lost. Off the list, you're crazy. Dude's had a top 10, a top of five star matches his entire year, and he lost him. Get off the list. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Hey, and put Dante Martin up there, he's had bangers, bangers, bangers. Dante Martin has not had matches nowhere near the caliber as, as Dax. You're out of your mind. See, that's I where your white friends are coming You're wearing the shirt. You're wearing the shirt. Not look at you. So you're talking stupid. If <laughs> <laughs> PRR will be the number one tag team when they do that list. Yeah. <laughs> but never got a title shot for the AEW titles since how long? April. <laughs> hey, look, losses don't hurt stuff. <laughs> That's established. Dax is an established singles wrestler. 
Dax has had better single matches than Lashley, than Cody, than Big E, nope. um, than Cardona, um, than Drew. Um, <laughs> Hell, he carried Punk to a five-star match whenever they wrestled. Whoever made the list, they apparently didn't agree. And I agree with them. <laughs> okay, so I misspoke. The The PWI grading is from July 2021 to June 2022. They changed it. They changed it? <laughs> so, so, well, why, if it's the June 2022, why did they win? <laughs> why Jay White still ain't on there? <laughs> Why Jay White still ain't on the list? By that criteria, you had another uh, another loss to Dax Harwood's record. <laughs> Turn his mic off. <laughs> what the hell he's talking about? He said Jay White not being on this list makes this whole list irrelevant. So I don't care who's number one through twenty. He's not on the list. It's pointless. I I mean. Yeah, you, you talk about the biggest snubs with like all star voting and Pro Bowls and stuff like that. That's just that's insane. Thing. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, not even where's Osprey? <laughs> yeah, that is enough. <laughs> but, but Big E's number three or number nine. That'd have been my biggest, my biggest grievance there. Big E nine. Cody at six can go for me too. True. Even even if it is from July twenty twenty one to June twenty twenty two, I I mean, he took how many months off? Like I, he's been injured. Like had hella matches though. Not hella yeah, for matches. A, matches for a four month period. Give him a, give him the ladder match. Hey, where's Wardlow? No, I mean, no. What do you mean no? Sorry, no. no. January, January to June. No, he had that entire six months. He was the hottest guy in pro wrestling. What are you talking about? No. What is he doing now? Doesn't well, now now starts the new clock. <laughs> now starts the new clock for twenty twenty three. I agree to put him in the top twenty. Yeah, in June he was fighting security guards before that time. I'll I'll, I'll put him in. For that time, yes. No. Nope. Now, now since he's been champ, sorry to say, but he's Ryback. He was Ryback before he was champ. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Feed him security guards. We're not gonna, we're not gonna yeah, compare yeah. Warlow to Ryback. Yeah. Warlow is way better worker than Ryback. Yeah, no, he's, he's a better, better character he's a, than Ryback. He's, he's, he's a, a way better worker and he's a way better character, but he's getting booked the same way. Man appeal. He's a, he's a power bomb. That's that's. It. <laughs> I mean, he fought nothing. He's had but, one good match. He fought nothing but Jobber since he's been champ. So that's not his fault. That match where he did the flip. That's the only match he did the shooting star press or whatever. That's the only match he had a good one. Everything else has been just straight terrible. Yeah, it, yeah, I, I, I believe you. It, it definitely is not his fault. But he don't make the he don't make the call. That's your boy TK who makes the call. And whatever I see on TV, that's canon. And that's why he's not in the top twenty. Because it's canon. 
Chris? Nothing. I don't even know what to say on this list. This might be one of the worst lists of that I've seen them do. Every year we talk about it, you know, and it's always subjective to whoever's putting it together. They put top. They put twenty in a hat and pulled these out. Yeah, and left Dax in there. This hasn't been a good year for pro wrestling, so it's like I don't think we said this when we did our halfway point. Just we'll see. But wait, our our halfway point is different. Our halfway yeah, our halfway point is different. January. We're looking at it from January to December. Mm -hmm. We're not doing you know what they do fiscal year. They're in the first. (laughs) Yeah, no. Like there's some financial office or something. But yeah. I mean, like I said, okay, so with the criteria from being July last year, yeah, Punk's only on here because of his debut. That's it. Yeah. He, well, I he, mean, he did have some, I mean. He had some good matches. It's so, a good matches and arguably the not, best feud in pro wrestling. Not number three in, on the list. And same with Cody. Cody returned at WrestleMania. That's the reason why he's where he's at. They're, they're both on this list just for, for, for moments. I'd agree there. Brian, he had some great matches, so I, you know, he wrestled consistently this past year for that. So I can, I can see him being high on the list. I'm okay. Biggie getting the title, I'm okay where he's at. Jonathan Gresham, do nothing with it. Jonathan Gresham, world traveler. You know, traveled, traveled everywhere with that, with that Ring of Honor championship. Mm -hmm. Um, He should be in the top ten. You don't bump Moxley up for all the AEW World Championships plus the GCW World Title. I've said it once, and I'll say it a million times. Fuck Moxley. I, I'd bump him up, but I agree with you. I tried to give the guy credit whenever he went to AEW. That he's going to be something different. I have not seen anything different from him. Like the dude is a bum. He's way different than what he was. In no, he's not. He's, he's, no, he's, not. he's the same guy. He's, he's the exact same different. thing. He's the same guy. He doesn't have the talent to be a different person. All right, side debate. Side debate this, just based on his list. Who had the better feud of the year, CM Punk and MJF or Cody versus Seth? I hate to say it, Punk and MJF. God, that kills me saying CM Punk's name. Yeah, I don't know. Russell the argument for either one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I got tired of seeing Punk and, and MJF. Well, to a point, I got tired of seeing Cody and Seth. Yeah, I didn't. I was waiting for him to come to. I was running, waiting for him to come here on the 29th. <laughs> they could have ran that back all summer long. They would have. I mean, Cody and Cody and Seth had more matches. They they ran a, mm-hmm. a a trilogy where you know Punk and MJF they built to what well, they wrestled twice. They right? wrestled twice. Yeah, that just full gear that they built that. <clears throat> so you, I mean, you had Revolution. He beat MJF. Yeah, so they they wrestled twice. Um, and in my case, in one in one, I had interest in both wrestlers. I could care less about Punk at all. So I was only guy we cared about MJF side of the the equation and him moving up from it. 
Marks has a thousand fans. Chris is none of them. If he has a thousand haters, and Chris is one of them. If he has zero haters, Chris is <laughs> and I'm sure he has a thousand fans. There's people that like him for whatever reason. <clears throat> I mean, he may not be. He, he's not That's my objective. So. I've seen someone say he has charisma. <laughs> he has all the charisma in the world. That's what they say. Go back yeah. and watch the Stone Cold interview. Tell hey. me what charisma he had on that. All right. Well, hit us up on social media. Let us know out of this top 20 who you got, what they got right on the list, what they got wrong. Um, again, that's stupid June to July fiscal year bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. So you want me to remember a year and a half ago to try to figure out like it, our list at the end of the year is going to be way better. And Dax will be number one. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Only let's on get into let's get into drink of the week. Chug, 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 chug. All right, all right, all right. So, um, no gunshots in the background of this week's drink of the week episode, <laughs> or, or like a 1987 Chevy truck backfiring. <laughs> Donald, what do we got this week? All right, so we had knock and noggin before we had the apple bake, so I decided to get the knock and noggin peach flavor this time, and it's a uh, 8.5 alcohol volume cider. So they have many different flavors, so let's try the peach, you know, still technically summer. So let's get into it. Eight and a half percent by alcohol, gluten free. I did. <laughs> I almost was like, okay, we can't drink this on the show because I read the back of the can and like I kind of read it real quick. So I'm reading fresh squeezed peaches make the juicy cider taste as if you're eating a liquid peach ring from your favorite childhood sweet shop. But whenever I read it real quick, I saw a childhood sweatshop and I'm like, we can't do this on the show. Like, why would they even put that on a can? But then it was like my eyes adjusted and it was like, oh, sweet shop. Got, you got it. the readers oh, on and you were okay. <laughs> no, no readers. I just held the can a little bit further away from the face. Anybody still peaches? <laughs> Pick this for a peach ring aficionado. Mm. Okay. <laughs> doesn't taste like a peach ring. It doesn't, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know. So like I was I was a little hesitant on this because it's an apple it's a cider so we know it's apple based right and mm-hmm. I was wondering whether or not the peach would get lost you know in the in the flavor itself because mm-hmm. um, like you know you, certain certain things you combine and one one will overpower the other just mm-hmm. because of it and I thought it may happen. And I don't really get the peach at all. It is a very delicious drink. I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. not gonna say that it's not good because I would definitely drink this more. But I don't. As far as like peach flavor, I just taste sweet. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's just very like, sweet. <laughs> just like the apple bake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like the apple bake. But yeah, what Steve was saying, since it's uh, apple base, you know, cider, the peach gets lost in it. And it does to a point for me. It does. I still like it. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a three five. Same. Uh, I'll agree with uh, everything you said, Steve. I agree with. Yeah, it's 
it's got this smooth texture to it. And I guess that's where the peach comes in on here. But yeah, I'm not tasting peach. I'm not even, even whenever I, whenever I open up the can, I ask, does anybody else smell peach? Cause I no, usually no. you crack it open, you get that aroma, but I'm tasting that tart or whatever they mix. Yeah. It. Like there's, yeah. But like you said, Jason too, it's just like you taste the sweet. Yeah. It is a very sweet drink. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no, there's no like, there's no like bite to it, like like a Granny Smith apple. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's it's not there. The sweetness definitely overtakes, but <clears throat> like compared to like the Mackenzie's pumpkin jack cider that I had, where it was, it's an apple cider but pumpkin based. Like mm-hmm. the pumpkin flavor and the spices and all that all there. were all there. You you got that. Where this, it's it's just a sweet. Yeah. Drink honestly. Well, like, are you getting the apple cider? Because it's supposed I'm to be not getting, I'm okay. not getting either either flavor. Like mm-hmm. no, because I can't flip each other out. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm definitely getting like a blend taste. Like it's like liquid sugar. Like I'm literally just drinking <laughs> yeah. sugar right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good description. And you don't taste zero uh, percent of that alcohol. No, yeah, 8.5 like is, is good. With a, with a pounder can, I'll do 8.5 all day long. But because of how sweet it is, I don't know if I'm going to be drinking like yeah. three or four of these. Oh, like, yeah. No, did not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like halfway through this can, my diabetes went from, you know, type one to type two. <laughs> like, I, it's, I got the sugar. I got the sugar. (laughs) That was way better than Michael Cole saying flavor (laughs) year. Like this, this, this sweet feels like if you drink too much, it's gonna be heavy. Yeah, I'll get you sick. Yeah. Yeah. All right, three five all the way around. If you see it out and about, pick it up. Let us know what you think for a knock and noggin. Peach. Yeah. Apple think it's better. Well, don't hit remix. One <laughs> time you held off on the button. Huh? How you yeah. that? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Chris. All right, this week, football. Football is king. Football is back. NFL opening weekend last weekend. Um, talk about ratings like the the Stiller the Stillers Bengals was that was the highest rated opening week CBS game in a one o'clock slot that they've ever had. It was like over seventeen million people. Wow, um, Thursday night Rams and Bills was at like twenty five million people. Um, so the f- football is. Oh, see, Nate, you just oh, had dude. to you had to ruin. <laughs> no, you're 0 and 1, so sit there and enjoy the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah, so football's mm-hmm. back. Um big slate of games today, college and NFL tomorrow. Initial takes, initial takes, how we feeling? Uh just overall what you saw from the league itself, and then just you know. More Steeler centric. If you want to get into more Steeler talk, too many damn injuries. A lot of injuries uh, up across the, the board, and it's not camp, yeah. All we nothing camp from preseason on up. It's just too many damn injuries. What's the uh, what's the ruling on on TJ? No, sir. Uh, he's on IR. No, 
partial pec tear, I guess you Six could weeks. say. <laughs> Minimum four, probably sometime in October. Doesn't need surgery. Um, I don't know what the Chiefs and Chargers did on Amazon. Yeah, I did That's not see the ratings for that. Um, like but one, yeah, yeah that was Thursday yeah. night. They might not release the ratings yet if they release them at all. Being on Amazon now was so, uh was Bills Rams exclusively? That was NBC. That was NBC because it was, was opening night, opening okay. night tonight. Yeah, so that okay. was NBC. But everything from this point on is going to be is going to be prime, except I, for the I, locals. I, yeah, locals. Local Steelers next week. I get to watch the game and don't mm-hmm. don't miss it. It'll be on WPXI, so mm-hmm. um, channel eleven. So I was worried about having to miss a Steeler game, but I uh, get to watch it anyways. Yeah, injuries across the league is a big thing right now, um, and big time players too. T.J. Watt, Najee, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Justin Herbert with his ribs from Thursday. Jamal night. Adams. Jamal Adams done for the year with his quad. Dak is out. You mm-hmm. know till. November, probably. Um, so the Cowboys have officially been eliminated from the playoffs again. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's that kind of puts a damper on itself. But I mean, the games themselves were good. Week one's always weird, yeah. especially especially last year and this year because the preseason shortened. A lot of teams didn't even play people, like. Which was and Rodgers, you know, the, the Bengals, for example, they didn't their offensive line didn't play one snap in the preseason together, and it showed on Sunday because they couldn't block anybody. Um, so yeah, it's just uh it's gonna be interesting going forward to see how teams balance the preseason and, and get teams to get players that have work in. Cause like the Chiefs, they played a lot in the preseason, their starters, Thanks. and they Thanks came out man. they came out humming. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, we'll we'll see what what happens there with that. Um, I don't think, but big game this week. A and M in Miami is on tonight. Yeah, I really don't do nothing for me. A and M lost last week, so can go do without that. Um, I think Pitt, Pitt is off this week. Um, I thought they played so, Western Michigan. Do they? Oh yeah, they do play Western Michigan. That's right. Mm-hmm. We got to get that revenge W from last year. Derailed them. Um, it is not oh, yeah. everything else is like cupcake schedule this week. Next week will be some better stuff. Yeah, Steelers play the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, so offensive line still looks bad. Okay, man. Whatever yeah. the under is, take the under in that game. Still looks bad. Neither offense is going to be able to score. So <laughs> put that there. DraftKings um, better the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The under in the Steelers Patriots game, unless it, unless it drops too low, I'm on. I I think last I saw it was still worth putting money in on. Um, but yeah, that there's that might be a turn it on and take a nap because of how boring it is game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. So with that, there um, we got. Tennis this week. Roger Federer announced that he's retiring um, after this upcoming tournament. So him and Serena, two of the goats um, of the tennis world, retiring at the same time. Serena said never say never, though. Yeah, she pulled the Brady card. Um, I think she's done. I I do. I think she's saying he's right. (laughs) I think she's done. 
I know Federer's done. Like I think he's yeah. he's you know at peace with it and called it a career. Serena, I still feel like she thinks she can win one more major to tie the record. Um, but I think the Open was kind of her best shot, and you know she bowed out there. I don't. Tennis is a young person's game, man. It when is. You start getting you know late thirties, forties, like that's that's run a tough on, ask. That run on that court takes toll on your knees. Yeah, and then the turnaround time between mm-hmm. games, and you know, you're yes. playing a five hour three match set, and it's like I got to turn back around tomorrow and play another one. That, yeah, then like with her too. Of it. Then like with her too, she um she played that one match, and then the next day she had that doubles with her sister. And then the next day was, you know, the match that she lost. So it's like three straight days. Yeah. So you, if you wonder if she didn't play that doubles, where she had more energy for her match that she lost. Yeah, I don't. We'll see there. Um, NBA news. <laughs> Obviously, the uh, the big to do in the NBA right now doesn't have anything with players or on the court. It's all ownership and off the court. We've seen NFL go through this with Dan Snyder. But Starver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, this guy, <laughs> I don't know how like how he's still – they can't – technically, I guess they can't force him to sell the team. Mm-mm. But you can institute the ban for life like they did with Sterling. And I know having him sell the team is going to only benefit him because, you know, the billions of dollars that somebody's going to pay for the franchise, like his return on investment is going to be outrageous. But you can't have that guy running an an NBA franchise and being seen courtside and everything else based off of the years of racist and and sexual and homophobic, like just – Everything that he's done and the fact that he's still the owner of the Phoenix Suns is unbelievable to me. And the Mercury. He owns the Mercury also. Right. Both Mm -hmm. of them. (laughs) So I know the uh, I know the the head of the NBA Players Association came out and said that they talked to all the players and that they, you know, have reached out to Adam Silver and requested that he be banned uh, for life. Don't know if it's going to change the the ruling that the NBA gave on that, but the stuff that was determined and in, in the facts that came out about <coughs> what he was doing and saying and everything else, it's just, there's no place in that, like, if this is any other corporation CEO, they're they're done and fired, and the stock's tanking. Mm-hmm. Now, have, so, the, uh, have the players said something? LeBron has spoken out. Chris Paul no, has spoken no, out. No, Chris no, Paul no. plays for the Suns. The team, the team players. Phoenix. Yeah, Chris Paul. Chris Paul came out and said, "Yo, you gotta get this dude out of here." That's that's one. Like until you come out mid court jersey, like like Clippers. I well, that's. Think- I mean, but that's that's where potentially we're headed because you had LeBron, who is the face of the NBA. Mm-hmm. You had Chris Paul, who is the most famous player on the Suns, was head of the M- the NBA Players Association. He was president. They those two ultimately respected individuals by all the players inside of the NBA. They came out and said something. 
There's One nothing they can do now because it's still off season, so they can't, you know, protest or not show up or whatever. So we'll we'll see how training camp, which should be starting up rather soon, because NBA preseason yeah. usually is like October. First game is October, so we're coming up here a couple yeah. weeks. So it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out and what they do. Um, obviously, the Phoenix, the Mercury, they their season was over with, so. It's not like the women could have done anything done, think, yeah. differently. <laughs> they don't make just, the punishment bite either with the owner. It's like a $10 million fine. Like what's $10 million to an owner? A hundred bucks to me, 50 bucks to me. <laughs> yep. like, yeah. You got to make it bite. <laughs> I mean, the one year suspension to me, like what people like that, like ego, right? Their ego is just fucking through the roof, and they feel like they can do no wrong and mm-hmm. have not, you know what I mean? So, like, I guess maybe him not being able to be courtside and shown on TV and everything else, like, that can hit his ego a little bit, but it doesn't fit the accusations that were proven based off of the shit he's done over years. And it's not recently, like, this is years of stuff that have been done that he's gotten away with. And like you said, you slap him on the wrist. Oh, yeah, you try, you find him the most amount of money an owner has ever been fined. Whoopee. But like you said, $10 million is $10 million. What What is that going to do? Mm-hmm. So just not a good look all around for the NBA right now. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, anything else that you guys saw? I saw um, – Earl Spence Jr. and Terrence Bud Crawford officially signed their deal. They will be having their match in November, um, arguably the biggest boxing boxing match since probably, I don't know, man. You got to go Mayweather-Pacquiao as far as the most interest, what the fans have been clamoring for. I see a lot of people Um, talking about it since they signed. Yeah, and this is this is more like Mayweather Pacquiao like in their prime when they should have fought, not mm-hmm. like ten, Wait, years, ten later. years. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe like Mayweather De La Hoya, even though De La Hoya was kind of towards the the end of his career there, but it's definitely definitely a match that I want to see um, from a boxing fan standpoint. So, if I, I'm glad they finally got it done. Um, agreed to terms. Everybody's happy with their splits as far as what they're going to be getting paid out. And hopefully this is a match that can kind of reestablish boxing and bring boxing back to the masses. Um, Cause you know, you got people like Jake Paul and Logan Paul drawing more fans than actual fighters out there. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't follow boxing, but uh, everybody's talking about it. So I'll be interested to see, you know, just to be interested. Know to see. Boxing is uh your boy Bell, and they said, "Uh, Triple G fights tonight against Canelo. Canelo Triple G Triple Part G. Three. That's tonight. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll keep tabs on it. I won't tune in. Like to What's me, on? uh, the Zone. I think mm-hmm. that's what Canelo signed with. So I think it's on the Zone. Um, and they said I mean, that. The first two weren't like they were they were good fights, and that was another. Big time matchup that everybody wanted to see that we finally got. So to me, the trilogy made sense, but it doesn't have nearly the hype that it did. They said that uh, what Tyson Fury and uh, Anthony Joshua 
Agreed. No. I don't. I mean, <laughs> Fury said he was done. Like mm-hmm. he retired. It was it. Yeah. So I. Someone comes out of retirement. The hell you say? <laughs> Very true. Very Where true. Where we at on the pool watch? Six ninety eight hit six ninety eight last night. Two away from seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and Aaron Judge still at fifty seven. Yeah, Judge at fifty seven. Donald, where you, you got Judge or Shohei as your MVP? Whew. Earlier in this, uh, earlier in the year, I said uh, Shohei, and guess what? <laughs> I'm still going Shohei. <laughs> <laughs> he still pitches. Did Judge throw a pitch yet? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, Shohei is Shohei is second in the American League in home runs, behind Judge. Um, you know, I think he's like fourth in ERA. Like, I, I know judges; they're going to give it to Judge. But yeah. I mean, come on now, you you have a guy that's doing stuff that's never been done before. I don't care that he plays on a team that finished under 500. Like, oh, I don't care either. He pitches. And clocking in 100. Yeah, he's an everyday player. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, I mean, he did, wow. hit, he did hit 696 here. Um, he I'll torches the Pirates over his career. So, <laughs> oh, no, oh, man, I'll cap the season off for the Pirates. They can make some money off of that. <laughs> Look what happened to us. Claim the fame. <laughs> hey, hey, that, that we'll would be the, only the greatest re- moments at PNC Park. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be the most fans at that at that stadium this year, minus when they played the Yankees. True. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, pool holes. Well, he's the first ballot Hall of Famer. He's arguably one of the best hitters of our generation. I hated him because he was on the Cardinals for all those years, and he was just a murderer of the Pirates. So, but looking at his career totality wise, like to be number four on the all time home run list, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much more to one you can say. Oh, quick question. Quick question for you guys, uh, because Aaron Judge was uh, asked this question. Who's the home run king to you? Single season home run king. I knew this was going to come up at some point. So they're they're touting it on ESPN as him chasing Maris's American League home run record. Mm -hmm. Um, You said single season, right? Single season, yeah. You know where I stand at this, so that's why I'm yeah. asking you guys. What the bonds is 75? 76. 73. 73. 73. What did McGuire hit? 70. Okay. Yeah. ESPN, a man, ESPN has shown 61 because of Maris. Because of Maris. And because mm-hmm. Judge is in the AL and it's a Yankees thing, so it's like we're not even going to touch the steroid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and throw these other two people out here. Yeah, because um, uh, Judge said Barry Bonds at 73 is the record, and people were outraged about that. I mean, he still hit 73. <laughs> Until stuff gets scratched off the books. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not the one in the asterisk game. Like, you hit mm-hmm. 73, you hit, I got to hit 74. 
regardless of how you did it, I got to hit 74. So I'll go Bonds. Bonds was the first name that came to head. I go McGuire. Hateable. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping he paid seven, seven, whatever. <laughs> what Sosa hit in the year? Because he was right there with the 68. 68. Yeah. I had a comment about Sammy, but I'm not going to say it. So, anybody got anything else for anybody got anything else for uh, this week in sports? All right. One got to go. All right, last time we did One Gotta Go, we did Nicktoons. Ren and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern Life were the most voted. What do you guys think the fans went? Rocco's. Rocco. Rocco's got voted off. So, I think that was the agreement that we have clean sweep with all of yeah. us, right? It was Rocco, mm-hmm. yeah. <coughs> so, Don, you're continuing on with this. Yeah, since Chris took uh, one of my One Gotta Go's from the previous one, <laughs> <laughs> I figure I might as well just do the... The other one I have with this. So Nickelodeon original sitcoms. Hey dude, salute your shorts. Clarissa explains it all and the adventures of Pete and Pete. Clarissa, not even close. Hands huh? down, get it off the list. Well, we're not gonna all see that eye on this one. <laughs> get it off the list. Salute your shorts and Pete the adventures of Pete and Pete are definitely staying on the list. The only argument here is whether or not hey dude. Um, could be could be the one that got to go, and I'm definitely putting Hey Dude over Clarissa explains it all. So, so Hey Dude, Salute Your Shorts, here. and Clarissa are the fir- the original three sitcoms. There was another one after Clarissa. I didn't even know it. It was some like high school show, and then Pete and Pete went after that. So in the top five shows of original Nick sitcoms, I just had to look up the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Him and that hat got to go. <laughs> Yo, you're crazy. <laughs> him and that hat. Have you never crazy? even seen an episode of P&P? I've seen one. Maybe one. I've seen you're one, but you... But, this is just but because you like Melissa Joan Hart. Like, let's yes. be real. Love. Love. Put that up there. She's number one. She stand, she's, she's number one on the list. Then she's I'm going to go smooch your shorts. She's not even in my top 500 hey, back dude. to the PWI list. Like, I wouldn't even put her in a top 1,000 list. Matter of fact, off of shows I watched, uh, Clarissa stays on the list and other three get kicked off. <laughs> three can go. I can get <laughs> about the rest of those shows. Yeah, nah, you're absolutely crazy. Oh, uh, dude, you missed I didn't some care years. for, so for shorts. You love it. I oh, care oh, about yeah. It. yeah, you don't talk bad about that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you weren't a Dina fan? I could see you as a Dina fan. No. Hey, dude, get it off the list, Chris. Or uh, salute your shorts, Pete. Pete, get it off the list. Those are states. He just kicked everything off. Yeah. <laughs> he got to stay. <laughs> hey, dude. He's going to get a new shirt that says hashtag MJH. Listen to him, Hart. Hey, dude, and salute your shorts. Two of my favorite shows growing up. So those aren't going anywhere. I, I like Clarissa Explains It All. I thought it was a good show. I absolutely hated Pete and Pete. That that was like one of those shows where I turned on Nickelodeon whenever I got home, and if that was on, I turned the channel off. I did not enjoy that show at all. You are crazy. You it wasn't like, funny. You didn't like, like Platoonia, the tattoo? Come on. Artie, no. Like, <laughs> all of it. Like, I didn't. 
Mom's plate. Mom's plate was the character itself. No, show is awful. That P can go. I agree with Jason. Man, no. Salute your shorts. Always and will be number one Nickelodeon show in my eyes. Calisha explains it all. I did like it. I did like. I had no problems with it. Adventures of P and P. One of the better shows. I mean, you guys talking bad about that show. That show was great. Horrible. Hey, dude had to go. Man, the only thing going for Hey, dude was uh, the opening title screen. The intro. That's all I remember is though. That was it. <laughs> everything, like everything else beyond that. I mean, you know, being country ranch style could go. Talk bad about salute your shorts. How dare you? Hey, Hashtag no. MJH and Donkey Lips <laughs> Jr. over there. You guys, you know. I'll take I'll take Donkey Lips. I'm searching yeah. Hey Dude and Shoots come up. <laughs> so you, your opinion has no way. You have a T-shirt on on top of a T-shirt right now. Like you have no like that's you. No I have a Wamo T-shirt on there under here. That can go. Oh, so we're, wait, we're you're playing canceled. both sides of the fence. He's playing both sides of the fence. <laughs> Chris oh, gave me the shirt. Chris wanted you, you fence hugger. When we went at a movie at a movie uh a movie uh, screening. Look, <laughs> answered a question for Wamba. Look at what shirt he has on Chris top. asked a question for Wamba. <laughs> Final thoughts. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning to episode 103. Now that Jason wore a Wham-O t-shirt, if we make it to episode 104 next week, that'll be our second anniversary. <laughs> uh, make sure you like us, like and follow us on all social media at Pod. Head over to DumbMarksPod.com for all the links and more. What do you guys got for final thoughts? You guys got nothing else for final thoughts? No, I'm good. Um... So, uh, Netflix Avatar: The Last Airbender series. Um, wait. I told you, I told you, I told you. Y'all didn't believe me. I brought this shirt like four or five years ago. Hashtag two hours to I I am supporting Ariel as a whole. No matter what color, race, creed, whatever, mermaidia. Mermaid. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so yeah, Netflix um Avatar the Last Airbender series uh will be premiering here sometime shortly, I believe. Gotta um, go. The Nickelodeon adaptation was awesome. Um Hopefully this is way better than the movie that they put out because that movie is one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. I'm looking forward to this. Um, I still watch the Nickelodeon show um, when I can and go back to it. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And then um, as far as the remake, the remakes and reboots, um, Another childhood movie that probably should be left alone. We talked about the Goonies a couple weeks ago on here. Well, the never-ending story. Oh, oh. Could, be, could be. It's rumored that it could be getting a reboot um, with a streamer bidding war to see who will get the rights for it. Um, 
I hate that movie. <laughs> yeah, you hate the never ending story. Cut him off. Yeah. Are you yes. drop him? Drop him. Show that damn dog. Whatever. Drop him. Drop him. Cut him off. Get out. Trash. Never ending story. I just. I don't want them to do that because they go CGI the dog. <laughs> you like the dog? Yes, I like the dog. That shit pissed me off. <laughs> Alpha, are you kidding me? <laughs> I would take Clifford over that piece of I like Clifford too, but I like Never End the Story. Maybe I'll Fox. watch and give it a second opinion. <laughs> now, Never Never Ending Story 2, that's a different, that, that's a different yeah. ball of wax. Like, <laughs> kind of jumped the shark there. But the first one? That was on replay on video um, on VHS in my house all day mm-hmm. long. <laughs> all day long. Oh, um, damn, Ty. Damn shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Karate Kid. So coming off the heels of the success of Cobra Kai series, there, Sony announced that there will be a new Karate Kid movie that will be coming and more details haven't been unveiled yet. I don't believe it ties into anything that's gone on in the Cobra Kai realm. So it doesn't really make a whole lot of it's sense. Considering, that's, that's all what it is. Considering Mr. Miyagi's not there. So I don't know how that's going to work out, but um, you're getting Jaden and Jackie Chan again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you saw that one. Yeah, I saw, that. I saw all the karate kids. Sure? I didn't realize that you, I didn't realize that your WP card allowed you in the movie theater to see that. <laughs> I thought you weren't allowed to see that movie. <laughs> I did have one for a gaming thing. I completely forgot about this earlier. Um, Resident Evil Four remake. It is coming to PS4 and uh, Xbox One. So they are doing a backward generation on it, and people are complaining. Look, we just gotta stop talking about remakes in general. Just, yeah, <laughs> that's all they do now. Anybody got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, hopefully Jay's not on the show next week after his piss poor takes. I yeah, hope the story ends. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, your thought your thought of the week, your quote of the week is this: Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. And with that being said, thanks for tuning in to episode one hundred and three. We appreciate all the love and support. As always, interact with us on social media. We love to get out there and jab away with the comments. Um, And until next time, I'm a Mark, you're a Mark Telemark. Y'all can catch us around the way.